South New Road. You'll find the right tool for any brand or any job with great brands like Milwaukee and Honda and Lincoln and many, many more. There's This is what blows me away. In that store, there's over 100,000. Hear me? 100,000 tools available. It's time to put every tool in its proper place. Quality tools for serious work. Shop this week at Northern Tool and Equipment, and uh, you're going to get an uh, inventory reduction. That's right. That's right. You can save up to 50% off of heaters, moving carts, dollies, batteries, hand tools, ink pens. No, I'm kidding. Uh, and, and many, many more. It's all at Northern Tool and Equipment. All right. So today, because we're feeling nice, we're going to give away a couple of the uh, a, a couple of the uh, the fifty dollar gift cards, a couple of the fifty dollar gift cards. All right, this is an easy one, Ward. Two five four six six two sixteen sixty. What does? It, well, no, let's. We're going to go real easy. A snip is also known as a hand shear, B marking tool, C measuring instrument, a snip. What is it known as? A, hand shear. B, marking tool. C, measuring instrument. You know the answer? Uh, first couple of callers going to win gift cards. 662-1660. 662-1660. That's Northern Tool and Equipment. The brand new store at 2339 South New Road. You uh, you call us now. And those first couple of callers. And if it's ringing, hang in there. We'll, uh, we'll get to you. We promise. We just... Got to get uh, got to get your information. So we're gonna give away a couple of fifty dollar gift cards right now from uh, Northern Tool and Equipment at twenty three thirty nine South New Road. All right, uh, it is fourteen after seven seven fourteen with Tom and Ward. And again, coming up in just a few minutes, we're gonna get to uh, we're gonna get to the Baylor game and talk a little bit about the Bears and the Kansas State Wildcats from last night. We'll also hear from Baylor head coach Scott Drew. Uh, Scott uh, visiting with uh, John Morris and Pat Nunley on the post-game show last night. Heard right here on ESPN Central Texas and on the Baylor Radio Network from Learfield. We'll hear his thoughts on last night's game as well. Uh, also on the program today, Shahan Jayaraja from CBSSports.com is going to talk some college football and basketball with us. Baseball is just around the corner. That's right. This weekend, in fact, for the defending national champion McClendon Highlanders and head coach Mitch Thompson is going to join us around 8 o'clock. And then we'll talk about last night's Texas TCU game uh, with Stephen Simcox from the uh, podcast Locked on Horn Frogs. So we'll do that all right here on ESPN Central Texas. 7.15, let's get a check of the weather forecast this morning. And our weather is brought to you by uh, our good friends at Fox and we check your weather this morning. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Michael Point. Mostly sunny skies for a while today, with a few more clouds rolling in later on this afternoon. High temperatures will be cool, though, with a high of only 52 degrees. Mostly cloudy skies tonight. We drop to 33, and tomorrow, a mix of sun and clouds. It'll be a little bit warmer with a high of 57. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Recently on Game Time, from Blog of the Boys and ESPN San Antonio, R.J. Ochoa 
it's difficult to say anything other than that stems from Mike McCarthy. You know, Mike McCarthy even said they were up against more than just the 11 guys out there on the other side of the field. And so I put, you know, the lion's share of blame on him. But I also, I mean, obviously it goes on the players. And I think a lot of Cowboys fans who don't want to come to terms with is it's their fault. They're not good enough. They were not good enough. Game time. Weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. When a nasty cold keeps you up all night. Vicks NyQuil Severe gives you powerful relief from your worst cold and flu symptoms, which changes a night that sounds like this <coughs> into a night that sounds more like this. Ah, that's better. NyQuil Severe, the nighttime sniffling, sneezing, coughing, sore throat, stuffy head, aching, fever, best sleep with a cold medicine. Use as directed. The best prices on newer used guns can be found at Appaloosa Trade and Post Rodeo Pond. They have a large selection of 9mm guns, revolvers, shotguns, and ammo from brand names like Smith & Wesson, Canik, Bursa, Glock, and Ruger. Buy, sell, or trade with a friendly and knowledgeable staff that will promptly answer your questions. And ask about their lifetime warranty on new guns. Financing is available. Apply today by texting 16118222462. Appaloosa Trade and Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco. Uncle Dan's Barbecue and Rib House is one of Waco's longest, continuous, family-owned barbecue restaurants. Since 1978, Uncle Dan's has been offering delicious ribs, made-from-scratch sides, the famous Texas tater, and prime beef brisket. Convenient drive through windows and sit-down dining allow customers to be served in whichever way they desire. Uncle Dan's is proud to serve Central Texas Monday through Saturday with locations in Waco and Hewitt. Come visit the loyal staff at Uncle Dan's today and experience their rich history and family recipes. The Waco Convention Center is turning 50 years old this year. Nearly everyone in Waco has attended an event at the Waco Convention Center at some point in their life. The Waco Convention Center's 50th anniversary celebration is Wednesday, January 26th from 3 to 6 p.m. and it's open to the public. It's a come-and-go reception with a special presentation at 4 o'clock. To share your memories and photos of your special events or for more information, please visit wacocc.com or go to their Facebook page. RSVP today. Now, back to the Alan Samuel Studios. All right, 19 minutes after 7. 35 degrees this morning. 29 our wind chill. How about that? Hey, congratulations to Steve Willis. And Nathan Ireland, Steve and Nathan, winners of some gift cards. $50 gift cards to Northern Tool and Equipment. Congratulations, guys. We'll do it again in the morning right here on ESPN Central Texas in game time. All right. Uh, before we move to, to the Baylor game and talk a little Baylor basketball, we did hit, get a, uh, a, a quick note from the CNC Collision Center text line. And anytime you want to jump in with us, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, 254-662-1660 is the uh, CNC Collision Center text line. It, it's a, basically the, ML, the MLB, and, and first of all, let me just preface by saying I totally agree. Basically, MLB didn't have a problem supporting the steroid era players when it comes to making money, uh, but uh, they didn't bother to, 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 to stand with them. MLB didn't have any issue making that money. Uh, when McGuire and, and Sosa were in that uh, in that home run record chase and all of the publicity award that that they received. And I saw a documentary, and I think it was just the other day, 
where they were they were they were talking about credentialed members of the media following them from city to city. You know, particularly cameramen and and, and still photographers and, and independent still. It, they said it was, it was a circus. It was a zoo. It was, and it was nothing but positive pub and love. You know, for for Major League Baseball. So. Uh, great, great. And you're telling me nobody knew at that time. <laughs> no, I'm not telling you that at all. Just I'm making you, sure. I'm telling you, I didn't know. I'm telling you, you probably didn't know. Or, or you know, I mean. You well, knew well, about McGuire back when he was with the A's. Well, yeah, I mean. Humans he, don't grow that big by themselves. Yeah, him and Conseco, the bash I mean, boys. come on. I, mean, I remember going to a game at the old ballpark and, and happened to have seats over by the A's dugout. Somehow, I don't even remember how we got those great seats. Uh, we, we always lucked into stuff like that. But we'd make a trip up to the ballpark just on occasion pretty often. And I remember sitting there and those two guys standing by the on-deck circle. Good grief. <laughs> they were big humans <laughs> playing baseball. Could it have been that for some of us we didn't want to know I mean, we just wanted to. I, yeah, I mean, just or is just you know, I mean, it wasn't. I think some of us knew, but really didn't care. <laughs> well, it, but cause I, I mean, because look, it was going through the NFL at the time. It yeah, was, I know. it was going everywhere, and you I knew. Mean, you, La La yeah, you knew. But I'm I'm one of them weird dudes. I'm a stickler for the rules. I mean, you know, don't don't color outside the line, not around me. You got to stay inside the box. So why wasn't I mad back in because it was such good baseball? Because it was fun. It was fun now. It was good stuff. And it was must-watch TV. And now is Major League Baseball much must-watch TV? No. Nobody and cares. And what they're going through right now with the work stoppage? I mean, what what did you say yesterday? A World Series game? Or a playoff game? Oh, there was a World Series game that didn't draw the the same attendance. I mean, the same viewership as, as a, a regular, preseason. No, it was a regular. It was October. It was a regular season NFL football game. I, it could have been a preseason. I bet you. Even even I'm I'm just I'm not saying it wasn't. I'm right. just saying preseason football would probably trump it too. Maybe I, I I don't know. I mean, look, the game, baseball's a joke right now. It, it for a lot of at the at at the entry level. I mean, you, you, do you have the youth playing? Baseball, like you, like you would like, uh, you know. Uh, uh, we, boy, we can go all day long. But anyway, <laughs> you round up. Well, I, I do because I mean I love you. Love the game I, of baseball. I love baseball, and, and I and I don't, you know, and, and maybe you're like me, or maybe you're not. But the older I get, the more I appreciate the game, the little nuances of the game. First of all, and I'm going to say well, this: they're trying to ruin on. the game. You know, there's a lot of things that they're doing. You know, back before cell phones and and all the instant media that we had, did anybody have a problem going to the ballpark and spending five hours and watching a baseball game? None, whatsoever. None. It, it's the you know, it's the new instant gratification. Hey, how quick can we get this done so I can move on to something else? Yeah, and and oh, Joe, hang on, it's the third inning and nobody's nobody scored. The that's the that's sometimes the beauty of it. Enjoy the. Well, it's because people don't know the game like they used to know the game. They don't. They don't know the nuances of the game. 
They don't know that, hey, that guy didn't get a double down the third base line because two pitches before the manager stepped out of the dugout and slid him over one step because of, you know, he, he uh, maybe a gut feeling or, 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 or maybe a scouting report, whatever, just the little things. You know, it, the randomness of the game. Okay, Ward smokes a ball down the line, and I take a double away. I hit a 14 hopper between the shortstop and the third baseman, and I'm I'm standing at first. There's all that stuff. Just to me, it's kind of a cool thing. I mean, there's – and no two games look alike or feel – I mean, you know, they're all – you go to the ballpark on Monday and it's 9-6. to six. You go to the ballpark on Tuesday and it's 3-1. to one. I mean, anyway. All right, it's 725. We, 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 we're talking basketball. And let's talk defense. Ward. 49 points. That's what the Bears give up last night to Kansas State. 49 points. Nigel Pack had 13 points in the game. 13. Now, let me just tell you this. and I got to double check, but I'm, I'm fairly positive. All 13 came in the second half. 13, and this is a guy that had 30-something the other night against Kansas. And he had 13 last night. They held them to 31.7% shooting from the field. When you do that, you're going to win games. No doubt. And that's that's getting to Scott Drew basketball. I mean, it's not something that's new from Scott Drew. And now, look, it's very, very impressive that they're able to do that, you know, only 49 points. But still, I mean, that's, that's what he likes to hang his hat on. And, you know, for whatever reason last night, it was especially good. And it could have been a combination, like we said earlier, of maybe a hangover from that Kansas game coming in and just not being able to shoot very well or whatever the case may be. But you got to credit that defense for being able to lock down and, and not let them get second chances at the basket and, and run the floor and get in transition and, and just keep them up and down the floor wearing them out. And, and look, you, you got, what, 20 minutes and 43 seconds out of Jeremy Sohan working him back into – into uh, the rotation, and boy, he played really good defense and, and knocked down a nice three from the corner, by the way. Uh, Dale Bonner gave you 24 minutes. Look, your double doubles, your double doubles came from Kendall Brown. That's nice to see. 10, 10 and 11. He had 10 points and 11 rebounds. And then Jonathan Chamachachua gives you 13 and 12. Baylor shoots, what, 56.9%, while Kansas State shoots 31.7%. And Baylor held an opponent below 50 points for the fourth time this season. You got the three-point shot in this game, and you've got Baylor holding an opponent to 50 or less for the fourth time. It just talks about the quality of defensive play. And there was a lot of one-and-dones for Kansas State last night. A lot of one-and-dones. Well, again, that's that's Scott Drew basketball, and if they can continue to do that, they you know that makes things very interesting in the Big Twelve because they start they do that they start separating themselves in this league. They're thirty three and one, by the way, against unranked opponents over the last couple of years, and and uh, thirty four and six in Big Twelve conference competition over the last three seasons. Thirty four and six. Over the last three seasons, that's that's crazy. After the game, Scott Drew dropped by and visited with uh, our own John Morris and Pat Nunley. 
Coach, well, welcome. Congratulations. We said it'd be hard to find fault with uh, pretty much any part of your game tonight. No, anytime you get separation in a Big 12 game and win 74-49, hold them to 31%, uh, you take that every day of the week, twice on Sunday. So uh, I thought it was great getting Jeremy back. Um, it, what was so great about Jeremy is he doesn't try to do too much uh, as he's trying to get back into things, but uh, uh, keeps the ball moving, doesn't make mistakes, and defensively is really sound. How about your overall defensive effort tonight? Oh, defense was tremendous, and uh, um, I thought uh, uh, they missed some shots, but we did a good job for most of the night contesting shots. That is uh, Scott Drew talking about the uh, the win last night uh, on the Baylor Radio Network from Learfield and right here on ESPN Central Texas with John and Pat. And, and again, Ward, I mean, when, when you hold an opponent to 31%, you're you're going to put yourself in a good spot. Now the cool thing is they're a half game back of Kansas at six and two, eighteen and two overall. They kind of get a they kind of get a. I, I don't know how do you feel about this. They're stepping out of league. It's the this weekend is the Big Twelve SEC Challenge. I at first I thought God I don't like doing that in the middle of the league league race, but it's as intense as this league race is. I think it's good for the league. It, it's it, first of all. You're right. It's going to showcase both of these leagues, and both of these leagues are high-quality leagues. And so you're going to showcase this league, and Baylor's going to go to Tuscaloosa and play Alabama on Saturday afternoon. And I don't think it necessarily – I mean, I think it does in a way, but it, it almost it almost sounds disrespectful. I think it gives the Big 12 a little bit of a break of the grind of the Big 12. No, I agree. But it also – it gives you an opportunity to kind of right in the middle of your schedule – Give yourself a, a little bit of a measuring stick, too, to see where you are against other teams in the country, you know, other than the 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 tough road that you have to, you know, fight your way through in the Big 12. You kind of look at it and go, okay, you know, and these may be some teams that you end up seeing, you know, in the tournament. Yeah. Who knows? And, and it's different. I mean, look, you know Kansas and Kansas that you play them twice a year, every year. You know all these guys. You're gonna go. You're gonna go to a place you don't normally go to in Tuscaloosa. You're gonna play uh, in a, against Alabama. I mean, it's just a little different. Kind of a cool thing, I think. And all of these games are gonna be showcase pieces for television, and uh, in 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 really a great opportunity to showcase not only the leagues but these individual programs. Mm-hmm. So look forward to it. All right. Uh, by one other game, and we'll talk a little bit about it later on. Texas beat TCU on the road. Thumped them. Ward. It wasn't even close. 73 to 50, uh, over 8,000 in Fort Worth to watch the Longhorns wallop the uh, TCU Horn Frogs. And as we're a, getting through the Big 12, do you see the cream start rising well, to the top? You do, but I mean, come on, you're at home, and, and you you just went to Iowa State the other day and got a win. I mean, this league is crazy. I mean, you better be ready to go every single night. And, and the, I, clearly, TCU wasn't, and Texas went up the interstate and. Put it on them pretty good. I, I just didn't see TCU getting beat 73-50 to 50 at home. I mean, I just – yeah. if you told me they were going to get beat by Texas, okay, they're going to get beat by Texas. But not like that. I mean, I, that was that was a thrashing. So, anyway. All right, 731. We're going to talk some college football and some college basketball, and we're going to do it with CBSSports.com's Shehan Raja. That's coming up next right here on ESPN Central Texas. Recently on the John Moore Show. The great Tony Caridi, the voice of the Mountaineers. This doesn't translate well on radio, but I texted you a picture. What's, what's your first thought when you see uh, that man with me in that picture? 
I thought it, I said like it looked like someone took Bob Huggins's head and put it onto a different person's body with a Baylor warm-up. That's, That's right. That's or, right. And I know all of Huggs's brothers, and I said it looks like one of Huggs's brothers. And actually, this guy looks more like Huggs's brother than Huggs's brothers. Do. <laughs> That's great. Well, that is Henry Witt Jr. He runs Affiliated Auto Glass. It's on the circle here in Waco. And he is maybe not the spitting image of Bob Huggins, but but like he could be his brother. I mean, it could absolutely be his brother. The Voice of the Bears, John Morris, weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Voss. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. The Real Texas Gun Show, Saturday, February 6th and Sunday, February 7th at the Harker Heights Event Center off Edwards Drive. The Real Texas Gun Show, proud to be the place where small mom-and-pop vendors share the floor with large dealers that buy, sell, and trade firearms at the show. Variety at the show is extensive, and oftentimes if they don't have it, they don't make it. The Real Texas Gun Show. More than just guns, you'll find ammo, hunting gear, fishing gear, camping supplies, collectibles, and so much more. The Real Texas Gun Show, February 5th, 9 to 5, February 6th, from noon to 4 at the Harker Heights Event Center. You have important reasons to stay healthy. Your family, your work, your hobbies. If you have prediabetes, now is the time to make preventing type 2 diabetes a priority. The Health 360 program can help. With a trained lifestyle coach, you'll learn how to make the changes you need to live a healthier life. Type 2 diabetes is serious and preventable. Call 254-750-5435 to enroll now. Classes begin online February 8th. That's 254-750-5435. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. Baylor improved its record to 18-2 with a 74-49 win over Kansas State. The Bears' next action will be Saturday on the road at Alabama, part of the Big 12 SEC Challenge. David Ortiz has been elected to the Baseball Hall of Fame. He was the only player on the ballot to receive at least 75% of the votes. There's still a chance for Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens to enter the hall with the Today's Game Committee later this year. Baseball negotiations continued yesterday with the owners offering to increase the salary of first-year players. The amount offered is $160,000 short of union demand. Sean Payton will not coach the New Orleans Saints next year. He announced he is stepping away from the job but not retiring from coaching. There are now nine head coaching vacancies in the NFL. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Let's get the latest on college football with Shahan Jayaraja from CBSSports.com on ESPN Central Texas. All right, 7.35. If you're making your way to work or to school this morning, be careful in and around those school zones. Tom and Ward, we're glad you're with us. It is a Wednesday morning. Let's welcome into the program from CBSSports.com, Shahan J. Araja. Shahan, good morning. We appreciate your time. How are you today? 
Hey, I'm doing great. Thanks as always for having me. Let, let's start with basketball. I want to get I want to get a thought for, from you on basketball. The uh, Big Twelve and the SEC stepping out of league play this Saturday for the for the challenge, the Big Twelve SEC challenge. Are you a fan of of, of doing this in the middle of the conference race? Yeah, I think that it's a nice little change of pace. You know, I, I think that one thing that happens when you get into conference play is that especially in the Big 12, you know, everything is so tough, right? I mean, every team that you play you've seen before is so familiar with you. And so I think that one of the fun things about getting this one game out of league play is that it's almost like in some ways preparing for the NCAA tournament in terms of you're playing against a team that hasn't prepared for you. You're playing for a team that you can't really fully prepare for in the same way that you can for a conference team. And so I, I, I do like it. I think it's a little nice change of pace. I think that it gives you a little break from the grind of the Big 12, even though obviously all these teams are going to be playing fantastic teams. Uh, but, you know, I, I think that, uh, that to play even just one game in the middle of January that doesn't count against your uh, your conference record, that isn't going to derail your conference championship hopes, I, I think that's a good thing. And I think that it's, uh, you know, while it's going to be a tough game, I think that it's a nice little respite. Another, another outstanding effort from the Bears last night in their win over Kansas State. Yeah, I, I mean – the thing is, right, like, I still don't feel like we've seen them fully click offensively the last couple of games, but, you know, the way that they're defending right now is absolutely ridiculous. I mean, holding Kansas State's 49 points, and the thing is, you know, Kansas State is last place in the Big 12, and they also gave Kansas everything that they could handle, right? And and they gave other teams everything they could handle. I think that, that three or four of their losses are by, like, five or less points. So, I, I mean, this is an impressive Kansas State team. They're top 60 in Ken Palm, and Baylor made them look like, a, you know, anybody else, right? I mean, made them look like nobodies. And so the way that Baylor's defending right now is very impressive. I still think that when you do get James Akinja back, you know, I think that's going to be a big a big boon to them. And I think that there's still a lot of upside that's still left with this team despite how good they've been. As we approach the midway point here in the in the Big Twelve, getting close to 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 midway, halfway through their their schedule of the round robin, are we starting to see are we starting to see the cream rise to the top in in Baylor, maybe Kansas, maybe Texas, starting to get on a roll a little bit? Yeah, no question. And and I'd throw Texas Tech into that group personally, and and I think that you know heading into the year, it really looks like it was probably going to be you know Baylor and Kansas maybe a little bit above everybody else with Texas and Texas Tech maybe trying to push into that top group. And it's a real credit I think to the rest of the Big Twelve that that so many of them have been able to stick around uh, besides those teams. But I think one of the things that you see is is that I mean it's really the way that these teams close, right? I mean with Kansas. Same sort of deal, right? I mean, so many of their games have been decided by five points or less, and they have such poise in those moments with older players on the roster. And, you know, same with Baylor. They defend at such a high level that when you are going down the stretch, when you are in close games, they've found ways to pull away. And that's maybe some place where a team like Texas has struggled. That's that's a place where, you know, at least against Kansas, you know, Texas Tech struggles, uh, trying, to, trying to generate some offense. And so I, I think that we are going to see Baylor and Kansas especially really rise to the top. I think this is, you know, for most of the year been a two-team race, but, uh, but Texas Tech is going to be right there. Texas is starting to make their move. Uh, but still at this point, I think it's going to probably end up uh, being, you know, one, one of the two teams between Baylor and Kansas. Talking with Shehan Jayaraja from CBSSports.com. Shehan, let's talk some football. I don't get this. Maybe you can give me some clarity here. Uh, you just won a national championship. You're Georgia. You win a national championship. Your number two receiver is going to bail and go to Alabama. I don't, I don't get it. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely a strange situation. I don't know. <laughs> We've seen very many situations like it. 
You know, for, for Jermaine Burton, the receiver in question, I, I think that it probably just comes down to that, you know, Georgia this next year, they're bringing back Stetson Bennett the fourth, who obviously, you know, didn't throw the ball a whole lot last year. Uh, and the guy, the rest of the guys on the roster haven't thrown many passes. And for Jermaine Burton, I mean, the crazy thing about it is that for how good a receiver that he was, he was only targeted 30 times last year. Caught 27 passes, ended up with nearly 500 yards. And so I think from Jermaine Burton's perspective, he's looking for a situation where he can just get more touches. You know, he's looking for a situation where, uh, you know, where he's going to be able to go down the field a little more because he's a dynamic player and he didn't really get to see that in Georgia's offense. And so, you know, I, I think that he ultimately made a business decision that's more about, you know, how can I maybe display my skills? How can I maybe prepare myself for the NFL draft? Uh, but it, like you said, I mean, it's, it's a bizarre situation to not just go to uh, to a rival, but, you know, to win a national championship and then leave the program. So, uh, it's it's definitely I, I don't think we're going to see many more things like that again. I mean, this is such a unique situation, but I do think ultimately it's, you know, it's kind of an indicator from Jermaine Burton. And I think we've seen this from some other Georgia wide receivers, too, that you know, maybe this is not a place where, uh, you know, in, in its current form, where we're going to get the ball downfield, where we're going to stretch the defense, we're going to have a chance to really develop into NFL players. You know, George Pickens, the great wide receiver uh, who entered the draft this year, who caught a 40-yard pass in the in the national championship game, you know, he, he managed to rise to the top because he was such an overwhelming talent. But that's really been an issue for Georgia the past couple of years, regardless of how well they've recruited that position. So I, I think that it really is more about, you know, I want to get into a system. I want to get into a position where I can put up numbers more than anything else. Do you think we see this transfer portal slow down a little bit when we get through all the super seniors? Oh, there's no question about it. I mean, the number of players who have entered who just want to play somewhere else is unbelievable, right? And, I mean, I think at this point, I think I saw some numbers from 247, and there's still more than 500 kids in the portal or something like that. So there's still a lot of players out there, and I, I think ultimately – you know, you mentioned it, having a whole year of players and having multiple years of players, really, who have extra years to be able to play. I mean, that just throws a wrench in basically everything. That's not how it's going to always be. And the other thing, too, that I, again, you know, I, I think I mentioned this last time I was on the show, but like a lot of teams are having to get back down to that 85-man scholarship limit. So you don't know also which teams have pushed players into the portal to try to get back down to 85 scholarship players. So, I, I think that, yes, this is a very unique situation because of the extra eligibility mixed with the uh, the one-year transfer rule. And so I don't think it's always going to be like this, um, although I do think that certainly the transfer portal is going to be a part of college football heading forward. We know what the intent for name, image, and likeness was, but uh, it, it almost is like it it, it, it had its, a life of its own. Does that – continue to grow in your opinion or, or, or does this thing kind of settle in and we all kind of find some footing if you will with with name image and likeness as well as the transfer portal yeah I mean I think that it definitely is one of those things that settles down right I mean we hear about these individual stories right we hear about the individual story of you know whatever the Miami gym who you know they give everybody money or certainly all the stuff that's going on at Texas and, and honestly, I do think that some of these sort of things might get cracked down on at some point. I mean, if you look kind of at the letter of the law, this, this, uh, some of the stuff that Texas is doing might actually still be against Texas NIL law. So I think that that's going to be a part of it, too, is, you know, when some of these laws start being enforced, not just by the NCAA, but also by, you know, the IRS. And so I think I think that that's going to play a part in it. And I think, you know, when you look wholesale at the sport, I don't think that NIL has had – the sort of uh, impact on transfers as, as people think it does. You know, I mean, again, you, you hear these individual stories, you hear the stories 
of places like Texas that are offering, you know, honestly, these inducements. And, uh, and you know, but that hasn't necessarily been typical when you look across college football. You know, I, I think that, you know, you look at a situation like Baylor, right? Like Baylor hasn't been incredibly active in the NIL market, but they only lost three kids to the transfer portal, which is actually the least among all power five teams among scholarship players. So, you know, I, I think that there's sort of this issue that's impacting a couple of key schools and, and, we assume that it's impacting everybody, but I think that a lot of college football is business as usual. And so I do think that as we continue to get more into it, it's just going to end up being a good thing for kids. It's going to be uh, end up being a good thing for players uh, and for programs as well. So I don't think it's going to end up being, uh, you know, kind of the, the wackiness that it's been to start. I think that, you know, like with the transfer portal, whenever you start something new, there's always a period of adjustments. And I think we're just going through that. Shahan, what are you hearing on the coaching changes that are still out there right now for college football? Isn't it getting close to time to you need to get this done quickly? Because let's face it, spring training is right around the corner. Yeah, I think that we're probably heading to a place where where coaches aren't going to leave. I mean, it's like you said, it's getting really late. I mean, we're almost in February. I mean, coaches have to finish up, you know, their their main signing period as well now and put the finishing touches on their class. So. I feel like if it's going to happen, it's going to probably have to happen this week. And, and you know, Jim Harbaugh is obviously the name that's been thrown around so much, the head coach at Michigan. Uh, he's been connected with the Raiders in some ways. But, you know, the other thing, too, is that we haven't seen a hire really happen as yet in the NFL. So, you know, that's part of it, too, is that this has been a, an especially slow cycle, especially because so many teams, it seems like, are, are both firing their GMs and their coaches, and they're going through their GM search first. So, we haven't seen uh, many college coaches' names come up in interviews. We, ha- you know, and, and NFL teams are pretty public about who they interview typically. So I do think that uh, that we're coming up probably on the end of of the Jim Harbaugh sort of storyline with this. I think that he will end up being back. I think that, you know, for him, this is a moment of leverage too. After Michigan cut his salary last year, cut some of his benefits. Uh, you know, I think that this is maybe an opportunity for him to negotiate just some of that back. So I don't think it's going to ultimately end up being a huge deal. I don't think that we're necessarily going to have a second uh, round of college football uh, coaching carousel, but, you know, you just never know. Shayhan, what, uh, what are you working on right now for CBSSports.com? Right now, uh, not a whole lot. It's it's mostly just keeping an eye on all the transfer portal news. We're waiting for Caleb Williams, certainly, to make his decision. I think that's the last uh, big domino maybe left to fall in the transfer portal world. And so we're keeping an eye on that. But other than that, uh, just, just keeping up with all the news over at CBSSports.com. Hey, man, we appreciate your time, as always. Thanks so much. Thank you so much for having me. Have a great day. That is Shayhan Jayaraja from CBSSports.com. Uh, 7.47, we're 13 away from eight. We're going to talk Baylor and uh, Texas Tech women's basketball. That's coming up tonight right here on ESPN Central Texas. We'll talk about that coming up in just a couple of minutes as you make your way to work here this morning. Uh, we're going to talk about, well, Lord, I mean, we just wrapped up Christmas, right? The holidays just ended, but guess what? Valentine's Day is coming up. Morrison's Gifts has the gifts you need to make this Valentine's the best ever. At Morrison's, you'll find the best gifts, such as John Hart and Consuela bags, totes, and accessories. There's bath and body lotions. There's soaps and candles and inspirational gifts and many other great gifts to say I love you, all at Morrison's Gifts. And as always, free gift wrapping is available, plus local delivery. Yeah, Mark, I, I think she sends Mark out and, and says, hey, 
get out of the store. You're driving me crazy. Go deliver these things. No, I'm kidding. Uh, but uh, and they'll also ship to anywhere uh, in the in the world. They'll do that for you. Morrison's Gifts. They're next to Jason's Deli. They're at the corner of Waco Drive and Valley Mills Drive. And of course, it's a Baylor alumni-owned business. And man, they love to see you. And I've told you a million times. I've been there, and every time I go in, it's a great experience because. Look, I'm a, I'm I don't know about you guys, but I'm a buyer, not a shopper. I don't I'm not bouncing around looking for this and going to that store. I, no. We're going to we're, we're going to set sail and we're going to go get something for for the occasion and we're going to go to Morrison's Gifts and we're going to knock it out and get it done and we're going to be happy about the experience. Morrison's Gifts. Stop by and see him today. Join us live from Rudy's in Waco for our next Baylor Coaches Show. Join us Thursday, February 3rd, and hear from men's tennis coach Michael Woodson and acrobatics and tumbling head coach Felicia Mulkey. Join us for the Baylor Coaches Show from 6 to 7 p.m. live from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco with your host, John Morris, right here on your home for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. Brothers Management is proud to serve the students of Baylor University. With apartments such as the Center, West Campus Lofts, Heritage Quarters, and the Arbors, you can guarantee that your college living experience will be comfortable and memorable. Brothers Management also offers the market's largest inventory of houses and duplexes. Brothers' unsurpassed attention to the individual is their hallmark. Stop by the Brothers Management Leasing Office at 400 LaSalle Avenue or go to brothersmanagement.com to check out your future home today. Leasing made easy. Homes Style Designs is your local residential and commercial kitchen and bath contractor. Whether you're building a new home, remodeling your home, designing your kitchen or bathroom, or wanting granite countertops and custom cabinets, Homestyle Designs can make your functional yet stylish dreams come true. Call them at 254-339-8315 or visit their Facebook page to start your design today. Home Design with family in mind. When it comes to banking, you deserve the first. You deserve the first National Bank of Central Texas. Locally owned for over 100 years, we know this community inside and out. We are a bank on your side, and when you bank with the first, you'll have a banker by your side. Want to find out more? Check out bankingfirst.com or come by and see us at any of our six locations. That's the first National Bank of Central Texas. You deserve the first. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675 81 that's Myatt Fields. Call Nick at 675-8107 or look for Myatt Fields on Facebook. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Mark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. Baylor improved its record to 18-2 with a 74-49 win over Kansas State. The Bears' next action will be Saturday on the road at Alabama, part of the Big 12 SEC Challenge. David Ortiz has been elected to the Baseball Hall of Fame. He was the only player on the ballot to receive at least 75% of the votes. There's still a chance for Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens to enter the hall with the Today's Game Committee later this year. 
Baseball negotiations continued yesterday with the owners offering to increase the salary of first-year players. The amount offered is $160,000 short of union demand. Sean Payton will not coach the New Orleans Saints next year. He announced he is stepping away from the job but not retiring from coaching. There are now nine head coaching vacancies in the NFL. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Now, back to the Alan Samuel Studios. It is 7.52. Thank you very much. A little short in a headset. 7.52. Welcome back in. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Ward, we're glad you're with us. So there's nine head coaching vacancies, Ward. Uh, what are they going to start filling those? And Shahan had a great point. Are some college coaches potentially in on some of these jobs? I, I think there's only one name out there that, that might be. And uh-huh. I don't, yeah, and I don't know how serious that inquiry may right. be at this point. So most of this within the NFL is going to be within the within the the family of the NFL. Yeah, I think so. All right. Well, it it is interesting that the numbers growing and not declining on the uh, number of jobs open in the National Football League. What is that? Almost a third. There's what what thirty one, thirty two teams, mm-hmm. something like that. So anyway. Uh, all right, coming up tonight right here on ESPN Central Texas, it is uh, Baylor and Texas Tech women's basketball. Uh, Nikki Collins' team is 13-4, and four, but Ward, they're 3-2 and two in the league. They've won three in a row, and let's just be honest. They're taking on a Texas Tech team that's, well, they're struggling. They're 9-9. Nine nine, they're 2-5. and five. This is one that they've – I know it's tough to win on the road, but this is one they got to go win, isn't it? I mean, this is a this is a this is one of those road games where you just kind of kind of circle and go, hey, we got to take care of our business. I, I think, yeah, you're right. You do, and you're looking at a team that's struggling even on their home floor, so – You've got to even go in there and, you know, this is this is one we talk about. Defend your floor and steal a couple on the road. This is one of those that you can steal on the road. With, you know, the COVID situation and, and, and Baylor having to miss a couple of ball games, now they're going to start getting into that thing where they're playing two or three games uh, three games a week and, 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 and you're going on the road after playing some games. And Nikki Collin was asked about how you prepare right now. I think we just have to be smart. Um, you know, I think certainly mentally, um, you know, we're in a good place. Um, but I think, you know, we, we have to protect these guys' bodies. And so, you know, it was it was more film work. It was some look back and some look forward at Texas Tech. Um, you know, we don't want to lose momentum by not continuing to be a better basketball team and work on some things that we need to work on. Um, so I think there's things like, we can continue to get better at screening, so showing them when we screened, how um, how good a shot opportunities we got versus when we didn't. Um, but I think we also have to we have to be careful during this stretch. Um, we obviously have a short bench and a lot of games in a short period of time, um, so being really mindful of recovery. And these guys are excited about cold baths and massages and things like that. <laughs> you know, she said something very interesting, and because of the 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 short bench or lack of depth, which, whichever you prefer, starters have to play minutes. Ward, even when even even if you do go, let's say they go into Lubbock tonight and, and jump up twenty five or thirty, starters are going to have to play because there's just not the depth that they to 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 get them out of the game. And so you do have to be mindful of that when you have so many games in in such a short period of time as you try to make up some of these uh, these contests that you lost to to COVID. 
Yeah, that's going to be interesting to see how she manages the minutes of, of this team because of the the lack of available bodies that she has. And so, you know, at some point, she's going to have to be able to get that rotation into where you're rotating minutes because of the fact that you're you're going to have some short days just because of what you just mentioned. Yeah, you know, and that's not going to be easy. It's almost like you're going into tournament play earlier than than normal. Now, does that help you getting into the tournament play? I think it does because it gives you the opportunity to get those game time minutes that you that you need to have. But you're right, the recovery time is going to be so much shorter. How, how do you get to that? It, it will be interesting to see. Remember, uh, the, the league is full of games tonight. You got Oklahoma State and Oklahoma playing Bedlam, Kansas at uh, Iowa State, and. Uh, we mentioned the Baylor and Tech game, and don't don't forget about uh, Kansas State and Texas. And and look, there's five teams: Iowa State, Kansas State, Oklahoma, Texas, Baylor, uh, all with two losses in the loss column in the conference standing. So it is bunched at the top. And oh, by the way, congratulations to uh, Baylor's Nalissa Smith, among 15 athletes named to the Naismith Defensive Player of the Year watch list by the Atlanta Tip Off Club. And Boy, what a terrific player. I was watching her Sunday. You want to talk about being able to run the floor and just all those all those neat things. Uh, uh, just a terrific player. Uh, 757, uh, let's see, what do we got here? Uh, John's got today's Baylor Sports Beat. That's what we got right here on ESPN Central Texas. This is the Baylor Sports Beat, a daily look inside Baylor Athletics. Now here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on the midweek Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, the Baylor men win on the floor in the Farrell Center. We'll give you details, plus the Baylor women in action tonight in Lubbock. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. In Texas, there's pea-sized hail and baseball-sized hail. Guess which one hit our house? We didn't even know where to begin, but we called our Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent, and he was so reassuring. He knew exactly what to do to get our house back into shape and our lives back to normal. Now, we're even more thankful for the roof over our heads. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com to insure your home for Texas-sized weather. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. The Baylor Bookstore on campus is your go-to location for the absolute latest in Baylor Nike gear. Shop in person or online at BaylorShop.com. Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. The 2021 Dodge brand ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator named highest quality midsize truck. Alan Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. Let's be friends. You're listening to the Baylor Sports Beat on ESPN Central Texas. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. Scott Drew and the fourth-ranked Bears ran their record to 18-2 on the season, 6-2 in Big 12 conference play with a thorough 74-49 win over the Kansas State Wildcats last night in the Farrell Center. 
The Bears held the Wildcats under a 32% shooting in the game. Baylor hit a scorching 57% on the night and got double-doubles from Kendall Brown and Jonathan Chumwa-Chachua for the victory. The Baylor men with the win now step out of Big 12 play, part of the Big 12 SEC Challenge Saturday playing at Alabama. Meanwhile, the Baylor women continue Big 12 play tonight in Lubbock against Texas Tech and look to continue their winning ways, looking for their fourth straight win in Big 12 play. Here are Queen Egbo and Sarah Andrews talking about their hard work paying off. Fun, exciting, hard work pays off. We've been busting our butts in practice every day, guarding them every day. Listening to the coaches, I feel like we've all bought into Coach Nikki's system, and it's an amazing system, and we're just confident in her and her program and her staff and what we can do. And I feel like when you trust your coach like you do, great things happen. I would say fun as well. I mean, I think everyone knows that there was a huge standard here, and I feel like we were being measured against it night in and night out every day, whether we won by 30 against the team that people thought we should have won by 30 or 29, and I feel like it was always criticism. And so, I mean, it's just a credit to Coach Nikki and her staff on never giving up on us and us not giving up on her. And I think she's instilled, like, a lot of things that's going to go a long way here. And so, I mean, it's just fun to get back out there and just see, like Queen said, like all your hard work paying off that nobody sees every day, but everybody criticizes on the surface. The Baylor women in action tonight in Lubbock against Texas Tech. On the air at 6.30, tip off at 7 right here on ESPN Central Texas. Television tonight on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. The Wiz Kids had won it, Bobby Thompson had done it, and Yogi read the comics all the while. Rock and roll was being born, marijuana we would scorn. So down on the corner, the national pastime went on trial. We're talking baseball. We're talking McLennan baseball. Good morning, couple of minutes after 8 o'clock. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Ward, we're glad you're with us. Our 8 o'clock hour is brought to you by VersaLift Southwest, where you can elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, now hiring hydraulic electrical and service technicians they offer a great benefits package outstanding pay and if you need more information 7601 imperial drive to apply we welcome into the program the uh, head coach of the mclennan highlanders the defending national champions mitch thompson toppy good morning how are you hey tom ward good to, good to see you here you guys it's uh it's go time isn't it coach i mean this weekend uh we, we get things going with a top 10 matchup well, I know everybody in the country probably doesn't feel like it's baseball season yet, but Friday's opening day for us. It's uh, We're teeing it up and, and getting ready to go. Uh, should should be a lot of fun, cranking it up again, and, and hopefully to have a, a great 2022 season. 
you go into the season, uh, preseason number one, do you put a lot of stock in, in, in the rankings, or is it just kind of a compliment to the overall program that you guys have built over the years? Well, I'm not sure that everybody knows who everybody has. You know, the people doing the rankings and the, the, uh, the, the services that do them. I'm not sure that everybody knows all of the players across the country and, you know, who really has the best team. But it, it's obviously a, a heck of a feather in our cap, and I'm, I'm proud of it. It's, uh, it's the third year in a row at some point in time our program's been ranked number one in the country. We were preseason number one in 2020. And I think we were going to have a great year before COVID shut us down. We won it last year. And then, uh, you know, being preseason number one right now, it's just a, it's a, it's a neat honor. Uh, I just gotta, I gotta make sure that our guys don't, you know, don't take the bait, you know, that we don't, we don't take the cheese. Uh, there's a whole lot of work to be done. There's a whole lot of getting better to be done. And, and, and the schedule that we're playing is, uh, like you say, it's a top 10 matchup to start off the season with a three game series with Navarro. The schedule we're playing will be—it'll be the number one ranked schedule in the country at the end of the year, without a doubt in my mind. And so, uh, there's some there's some knots on the head to be given to us, and hopefully, we just uh, we limit them and don't take too many of them. Coach, how difficult was it to be able to fight through? You mentioned COVID, being able to get through the starts and stops, and navigate the protocols and everything that you had to do to go ahead and win that national championship. Does that make getting ready for this season a little bit easier because you've been there, done that? Or is it still a difficult thing to have to try to navigate through? Well, we have done it and, and, and got through it last year. And, and, and amazingly, you know, I mean, uh, a year ago in the fall, we had a few cases. We had zero cases last spring, zero, which was phenomenal. Um, and so far, knock on wood, we've been blessed this year. So, um, you know, we're just, we're just trying to keep trucking along and, and stay healthy, make good decisions, don't put ourselves in bad positions and, you know, I, I, I love our kids. I think our kids have really bought into why they're here and what they're trying to accomplish. And uh, so, yeah, we need COVID to go away for all of us, not just not just baseball. We need it to just go away and move on. Talking with Mitch Thompson from the uh, McLennan Highlanders, they opened the season this uh, weekend with a uh, split series with uh, with uh, Navarro. Uh, Mitch, obviously, with junior college baseball, you have players that are coming and players that are, are that are moving on to to, to professional baseball and, and on to 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 the uh, to a D one program. Does that change the way you approach your building your team, or do you have a formula that you say, you know what, this is what we're going to do? We're going to do this year in and year out, and we're going to be consistent with how we how we put this program together. Well, we've kind of got a, you know, we've been fortunate enough to build a, a pretty good reputation where we get a lot of good players that want to come play here. And uh, and so we just got to get out and, and our coaches have to get out and, and work hard. And I've, I'm blessed with great assistant coaches that love to go work, uh, that are good baseball men, that know what we're looking for. And, and, you know, one of the things we always tell our guys is we're just, you know, we're not recruiting somebody unless he's a Division One baseball type player. Unless this guy's getting Division One offers and getting interest from from you know the NCAA Division One type schools, um, you know we we're not going to recruit that guy. Um, and so we end up getting a really talented team if we're really patient, if we'll just kind of stick to our guns, and uh, you know wait until we get those guys. And and you know. Uh, sometimes they come 
in the summertime before before the fall, and sometimes they come after the fall, and uh, and we get a guy or two, and you know, at midterm break. So um, we just, you know, I've, I've been blessed with great assistant coaches that that know how to go out and work and find good players, and good players want to come play here. We've got a we've got a track record now that uh, kids can see that they can get better and get on to where they want to go from here. Coach, has that log jam of the Super Seniors helped you in that aspect of being able to have more players at your disposal? We have probably we have more third-year players in our program this year than we've ever had, and I imagine it'll be that way all across the country in junior college baseball. So what that probably means is, is it probably means that the junior college baseball across the country will be as good as it's ever been. Um you know, when, when you have older players, when you're running 21-year-old people out there instead of 18-year-old people out there uh, on your team, you've got a chance to be more physical, bigger, faster, stronger, and with more experience. So we've got more third-year players than we've ever had, and it has been a long jam. The thing that has not helped our programs, obviously, is the new transfer rule where, you know, in, in NCAA – baseball and across the country you know a kid all he has to do is enter the transfer portal and he's automatically eligible somewhere else um that has not been a positive thing for us because in years past we would be a destination for those guys um and now uh we're we're having to fight the division one schools to to recruit those guys that are transferring and uh sometimes it's worked out and sometimes it hasn't we've gotten we've gotten our share but you know, there's been plenty of them that we thought we were going to get that we didn't get because of the new transfer rule. Mitch, I know it's early and you haven't played a game, but are you starting to see the this team come together in, in kind of mold as you want it to look and, and kind of have that, that feel and that that, uh, that personality that you're looking for? Yeah, no, no doubt. I mean, we've, been, we've, had a, we've had a long fall of practice and, and a little over two weeks of practice this spring so far. And, you know, we've got talented players. There's no doubt about it. I mean, we've got guys that, that are going to be able to uh, to play at a high level. It's just about coming together. It's about staying healthy. You know, uh, we have four guys that have already signed with Big 12 uh, or future SEC schools. You know, Wyatt Cheney's signed with the University of Texas. Will Karsten. And Will Clements are, are two right-handed pitchers that have both signed with the University of Oklahoma. And Cole Fontenelle, one of our middle infielders, is signed with TCU. And we have at least probably five to six other guys that have had Division One scholarship offers made to them, but they just haven't found the right fit yet. And uh, we'll end up having, you know, 12 to 15 Division One guys and have, you know, three or four guys that are getting pretty good looks from Major League Baseball. Uh, you know, in the draft. And so, um, you know, I just encourage everybody to try and get out to the ballpark and come see us. I know that if they got out there last year, the last few years, they've, they've seen some big things. You know, one of the one of the feathers that we have in our cap is that in three of the last four years, we've had the highest drafted NJCAA player in the country taken from our program. And so, you know, um, Three three years out of out of last four, that's happened, and those, you know those kids have signed for three point one million dollars. So, you know you're you're, you're going to get a chance to see some really talented players, and then playing the schedule that we're going to play against the opponents that we're going to play, they're not just going to be good players on one side of the field. There's going to be really good players on the other side of the field. So, um, 
I just encourage people to put on their coats and come on out here early and come see us. We sure could use the fan support and would, would appreciate their support. And I promise that they'll like the level of play that they see on the field. We were talking about it the other day. There was It wasn't that long ago you looked up and there's two middle infielders, two shortstops playing in the SEC that are both alumnus of McLennan. Yeah, we've, we've, I mean, you know, that's exactly right. I mean, uh, you know, um, Jalen Battles is a starting shortstop, University of Arkansas. George Khalil was a starting shortstop, University of South Carolina. How about that? You know, it's the, 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 the thought of best college baseball conference in the country and two of the starting shortstops come from, come from our program. So, you know, um, you're, 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 you're going to see people on our field and you're going to get a chance to, to know them before they become somebody. Uh, and, and that's part of the, part of the beauty of what we do and part of the beauty of, uh, this level of baseball. Coach, you mentioned playing really good teams early in the season to, you know, that also gets you ready for everything else coming later down with tournaments and everything else. But when you have this kind of stack schedule early in the year, does that make you a little more aggressive earlier than normal? Well, it's, we're more aggressive because we're we're not dodging anybody. That's for sure. I mean, my gosh, uh, we better be ready to play, or else we're just going to get beat. And and you know, that's always been my philosophy. You got to play the play the best schedule possible to be ready. Um, you know, these losses at the beginning of the year. I'm not afraid to take a loss at the beginning of the year that's going to prepare me for excellence at the end of the year. Prepare our team for. The, for, for, for being excellent. One thing that we found over the years by playing the schedule that we play, by the time we get to our conference play, we know exactly what we have, and we, we have competed against people exactly like our conference schedule is going to be, and uh, it's just not much of a transition. I think there's a lot of teams that will sandbag the heck out of it and uh, be 21-1 and through uh, their first 22 games playing – uh, Sisters of the Poor and Chili Coffee Barber College six times apiece, <laughs> and uh, you know then uh, putting up great, great statistics where you know they got six guys in their lineup hitting 400 or better, and uh, they don't have any idea what they have um, because they haven't played anybody that's capable of beating them. So my philosophy: strap it on, play the very best schedule you can, and, and really that's all we do. You know, this year we're doing something new. We're going to Panama City, Florida to play in the Panama City Beach uh, College Baseball Classic. It's the first time they've ever done it. It's 16 of the best junior colleges in America all meeting up at Panama City Beach where we're going to play and beat the fool out of each other. And uh, it will be an unbelievable opportunity for not only our programs but for our kids. Um you know, with Division One baseball and high school baseball not starting yet, we're the only game in town. And so I anticipate that every Major League Baseball club in the country will have five to seven scouts there, including the, the decision makers, the national cross-checkers, possibly some of the scouting directors will be in Panama City Beach and get a chance to put their eyes on our guys. So, you know, that's why guys come here. They come here to get to the next place. They come here to get developed. They come here to get an opportunity for professional baseball, and, and that's what we're all about. So we're heading to Panama City next week after we open up with Navarro. Well, you playing that soft schedule again. Uh, 
Mitch, man, just kidding with you, obviously. But, uh, again, uh, congratulations on the year you had a year ago. Look forward to watching this club develop and, and, and make another deep run uh, to Grand Junction. We were, we were talking about Grand Junction the other day. Wouldn't, wouldn't you agree you've been to both Grand Junction and Omaha as a coach? Wouldn't you agree that that, that experience in Grand Junction rivals that experience at Omaha? Well, Omaha is so big now with such a beautiful stadium, obviously, at TD Ameritrade. The city is, is, is really awesome. You know, but it's, it's, it's very commercialized. There's no question the expenses that you pay, uh, everything about it. I think Grand Junction is what Omaha used to be like when it was back in old Rosenblatt Stadium. You know, uh, it's a homegrown deal supported by the hometown, mm-hmm. the hometown hosts. Um, unbelievable people that have done it for over 50 years now in hosting the NJCAA tournament. And, you know, I'll, I'll give you an example. How cool is it last year we played the opening game at 9 o'clock in the morning on the first Saturday of the tournament, the opening game of the tournament at 9 o'clock in the morning, there's 6,000 fans in the stands. And then every game that we played after that was at night, and we played four night games in a row to win it. And every night we've got ten to 11,000 fans in the stands. It's an incredible environment in a beautiful setting. My goodness. Mm-hmm. I mean, a beautiful setting. And, uh, and, and, and a team, and a, I mean, a, a, a host city that just flat really re- – really looks forward all year long to the chance of, of Juco week. And so um, if anybody's a real baseball fan, if you're a true baseball fan, then there is no way that you can go uh, your lifetime without getting to Grand Junction, Colorado on Memorial Day weekend and seeing some of the Junior College World Series. I guarantee you if you go once, it won't be the last time you go. You'll go back. It's, it's, it's that good. It's great stuff. Hey, as always, thanks so much. Appreciate your time, buddy. Thank you, guys. Appreciate you all. Talk to you soon. That's uh, Mitch Thompson, the uh, head baseball coach of the McLennan Highlanders, defending their national championship, ranked number one going into the uh, going into the season this weekend. They open with Navarro, and then they head over to, to Florida the following weekend. Good stuff. 17 minutes after eight, and he's right, uh, Ward. Grand Junction, Colorado is unbelievable. The experience of going to that tournament is unreal. Uh, let's talk about City Ranch Boot Company. Man, I, I keep waiting on Ward. We'll, we'll see if it happens. It's City Ranch Boot Company. Jay Kelly and his team, they're ready to serve you. You can choose your own skin. You can choose your own design. or you And, and let them create a perfect pair of boots, maybe a wallet, a handbag, a belt, you name it. If it's leather, Jay and his group can do it. Uh, or you can shop right off the, 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 the shelf. They have a high high quality in 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 in, in a uh, a uh, what's the word I'm looking for uh they have a great selection. There we go. They have a great selection of uh, items on the shelves at uh, City Ranch Boot Company. You know, they're they're uh, you, it's a custom design. They're locally owned. They're family operated. They're made right here in Texas. I'm not real clear what else you could possibly want. And again, you can uh, you can design something for uh, for a gift, maybe, uh, or, or maybe there's a uh, maybe there's a big sales presentation coming up, and you're going to give away a, a nice uh, a nice pair of boots or something. You can certainly do that with the city ranch boot company got a great location i I love the store it's a beautiful store uh and look if you're headed out uh highway six it's 10267 north river crossing and uh, when you get to the to the uh, red light 
to go left to, to Crawford or right to, to China Spring. You hang it right, and it's right there next to the uh, Joko building. Uh, you can give them a call at uh, 25. You got a question? Yeah. You know what? I'm going to call Jay and just ask. He'd love to hear from you. 254-855-7225. 254-855-7225. You can also check them out on Instagram or Facebook. And, you know, they got a uh, great website to, to take a look at as well, cityranchboot.com. That's cityranchboot.com. So think about it. You're looking for a belt. You're looking for a, a new pair of boots. You're looking for a, a handbag, a wallet. Whatever you're looking for and you want it custom made, you want something very, very specific, Jay and his staff can get it done for you. Jay Kelly and the group at City Ranch Boot Company, over 30 years of experience in this industry, and they are waiting to serve you at City Ranch Boot Company. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly sunny skies for a while today, with a few more clouds rolling in later on this afternoon. High temperatures will be cool, though, with a high of only 52 degrees. Mostly cloudy skies tonight. We drop to 33, and tomorrow, a mix of sun and clouds. It'll be a little bit warmer with a high of 57. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Recently on the John Moore Show. All right, how about this? So Tech plays Kansas on Big Monday tonight, and it's yep. in Lawrence. What if, what if Pat Mahomes shows up and Tech people are cheering for him and Kansas people are cheering for him? He can't lose if he shows up tonight. wonder what the crowd will do tonight at Allen if indeed he shows up. <laughs> John Moore's weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Have you wanted to speak a new language but thought it'd be too difficult or take too much time? Then try Babbel. In just 15 minutes a day, Babbel teaches you conversations that you will actually use. With 14 languages and lesson topics like travel, business, relationships, and more, you'll learn what matters most to you. Babbel. Language for life. Learn a new language with ease. Go to Babbel.com to try for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Central Texas horse enthusiasts find a large selection of saddles at Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond. They feature new and used saddles from names like Billy Cook and Cactus. Plus, they have a large selection of children's saddles. Trade-ins are welcome and financing is available. Apply today by texting 16118-222462. You'll enjoy one-on-one -on -one customer service at the world's best western store, Appaloosa Trading Post and Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco, and on Facebook. Since 1978, Uncle Dan's Barbecue and Rib House has been delivering savory barbecue and delicious sides. With their two locations in Hewitt and Waco, drive through window, remodeled indoor dining space, delivery options, and new hours, Uncle Dan's is sure to be a Central Texas favorite. Specials include one meat plate with two sides for only $7.09, with beef and rib plates only a dollar more on Mondays. Buy one, get one half off for Texas taters on Tuesday, and prime beef brisket on Fridays. Come eat at this family-owned business and feel like you're right at home. Hey, it's Matt Mosley. NeighborWorks Waco has been assisting Central Texas families in the home buying process for 28 years. They're ready to assist you. Not enough money for down payment or a low credit score? NeighborWorks Waco has programs to help you improve your credit score and get the best loan with the least out-of-pocket expense. Call 254-752-1647 or visit nw-waco.org to get started. NeighborWorks Waco helps families of all income levels open the door to home ownership. NeighborWorks Waco, home ownership the right way. 
The self-employed face a particular challenge with respect to health coverage. Healthcare costs have just skyrocketed and it has really gotten to where it's very complex and confusing. Hurley Benefit Services Vice President, Tammy Hurley. Self-employed individuals have such a personal responsibility and so they really like being able to be in charge of their personal insurance policies and their choices. Health insurance, if you're self-employed, doesn't have to be hard to buy. Hurley Benefit Services can help. Being a self-employed individual, you are working so hard on your business and to know all the answers or to even know what questions to ask about insurance is tough. Come to us, we can answer those questions for you and find a package that you're going to be able to afford and it's going to meet your needs. Set a no-cost, no-obligation appointment with Hurley Benefit Services to find out more. Hurley Benefit Services is locally owned and they're online at HurleyBenefitServices.com. H-U-R-L-E-Y BenefitServices.com. Welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. We're going to talk some TCU basketball with uh, Stephen Simcox coming up in our next half hour. But right now, Ward, I'm going to I'm going to talk some Major League Baseball. I'm going to get your opinion. Uh, we hear that Major League Baseball and the Players Association met again yesterday, and that there was significant progress. Now, he, here's one article. And I want, I'm going to read this, and then you tell me why, why the deal's not done. Major League Baseball returned with a proposal based on a framework initially presented by Major League Baseball Players Association, according to the source. So if I'm understanding this correctly, MLB says, hey, you know what? We'll now do what you guys wanted us to do initially. Is that what I'm reading? Well, it says based on. Yeah, so they're they're probably tweaked it into their favor a little bit, but yeah, it it basically says, okay, here's what you wanted, here's how we approach you with what you wanted, but our idea of what you wanted. So I I don't know, I, I'm I'm getting tired head already, already over it. Yeah, and and we, I mean, because if you're going to start on time, uh, you gotta you gotta start getting. And we're two weeks away from pitchers and catchers. Yeah, I mean that that that's got to get done. I mean, if you're going to start on time, that's, you got to get guys going. And the last thing you want to do is rush things through uh, and then have a, bunch of, have a bunch of arms hurt. And it, you just can't do that. Just can't do that. Uh, Big Poppy in the, uh, in the um, Hall of Fame, first-time ballot. Were you surprised that it was a first-time ballot? No. Should have been. Even with the 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 enhancement hanging out over his head like it was hanging out over. Yeah, I don't No, I, 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 I don't, I, I think he, he should have been in first time ballot. There's no doubt things he did. There's only what maybe three players that did the things he did. Babe Ruth being one of them, Barry Bonds being the other <laughs> Barry Bonds. How'd that work out? Yeah, that's, I, I still think it silly. I don't get it. I will say this. I refuse to get it. Do you, when you I, I was watching, I think it was I, I forget what I was watching the other day, but uh, they were they were talking about Barry Bonds and his career. Okay, 
And, and they showed Barry Bonds walking off the field in Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. then holding the press conference in San Francisco, being introduced, you know, and his dad giving him the jersey, and then Bonds walking off the field at the end of his career in San Francisco. I'm not sure you would have recognized those two guys. Significantly different looking human beings. Hmm. I mean, is that age? A lot of contributing factors in that situation. I mean, there was, but again, it was part of baseball. You're telling me a seven time MVP and a seven time Cy Young winner in Roger Clemens. Seven times the most of anybody on both of those categories don't deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. I'm not telling you that. I know. I mean, I'm just saying yeah. they are. Yeah. They're nuts. They're saying, well, I'm not sure what they're saying other than this was wrong and you did it and we're punishing you. Then how did they get voted for MVP and Cy Young? Because the same guys voted those guys. Well, I, I'm I with, mean, yeah. Right? Aren't those guys who vote on the MVP? Well, a lot of them, yeah. I mean, there's aren't they? You know, they are. They're crossovers. Some of them, sure. And some of them are the ones that voted on the Cy Young, sure. But they can they can win those the most of anybody ever in Major League Baseball, but they can't be in the Hall of Fame. Hypocrite. Yeah, and I guess I was one until yesterday. I mean, I've got to start changing my mind on this. My, but but do you fault somebody for saying, hey? This is and, and I'm not talking about a voter. I'm talking about a fan. If a, if there's another fan, and, and I'd like to hear from you, 254-662-1660 on our CNC Collision Center text line. If there was a fan that said, you know what, I don't care. I, I, I'm sorry. Uh, the rules are the rules. I'm, I'm a stickler for the rules. And I don't care if every – does it make it right that everybody broke the rule? Is that what we're saying? It's okay because everybody did it? What if somebody had that attitude or – I, I can't fault them for that attitude either. I mean, I know that I'm kind of switching teams here, uh, talking about you know, because at first I thought I'm like, no, they can't go in. They can't. They just can't go in. And now I'm like, yeah, that was that was what baseball looked like. So if that's what baseball looked like, then they they deserve to go in. Where would baseball be right now without that era? It's a good question. Main, I mean, it, it, I, I I don't know. I mean, I really can't tell you that because I. I, I as much as I like baseball, I, I don't want to think about that because I, I think it would. I think we would have a significant step back, don't you? Yeah, I, I absolutely do. But I'm asking if somebody drew the line in the sand and said, "Hey, look, I'm not crossing the line. This is these were the rules, and I don't care if nine million people broke the rules; they still broke the rules." That's fine. I don't have a problem with that either. But I mean, I'm just saying from my standpoint, I think it's ridiculous. It was part of the game, and they weren't the only three guys that were that were doing it. Right. These are not isolated incidents. I get. I, I, and, I, and if they were isolated incidents, it would be a different story, in my opinion. <laughs> That'll get you a cup of coffee uh, if you rock in the right joint. Right. Uh, Corey on the CNC said if they were still doing it, uh, it, it would be watching baseball. Uh, I'd be watching baseball more. It was very entertaining, and I don't care who was on what. Hey, you know, so from a fan perspective, not a bad point. Didn't care if that's what they elected to do as an individual. Then that's that's what they elected to do, according to according to Corey. Uh, I mean, we're all eyes on McGuire and Sosa, all eyes. Whether you were a baseball fan or a casual fan, you were locked in that summer. No, you're right. 
They should be in because MLB just as is is just as much to blame for the steroid era as the players. MLB turned a blind eye to the whole situation. Thanks, Jerry, on our CNC Collision Center text line, and, and, and that's one hundred percent correct. He is. They didn't care. Right. That's one hundred percent correct. And that may be the biggest argument of all, uh, as far as putting them in. You know what? If you didn't like it, why didn't you stop it? Because they were trying to save the game. You got it, Toyota. I mean, seriously, if you didn't like it, and again, I have no issue because, again, until 24 hours ago, I was on that, I was on that group that said, nope, can't go in. You violated the rules, and, and, and there's, there's punishment and for, for rules, and I still believe that. But I think you also got to take it as an end of it, look at the whole totality of this thing and say, and that may be the biggest, the best argument of all, uh, if Major League Baseball didn't stop it, they didn't stop it. They again, didn't even attempt to stop it. No, and again, if it was the only, those are the only three guys, and you're keeping those three guys out because they were in the individuals that were responsible for it, and the only ones that did it. Okay, but they weren't. Not even close. And they're not the only three that are being prevented from joining the the this group. But yeah, but they're the best right now. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, so what does that say for like, what do you do with Alex Rodriguez? Is, is he a, is he a hall of famer? Yes. So will he be a hall of famer? Probably. I, I don't, I don't know. I mean, when look, he only got 39% yesterday. That's, that's low. And so not quite know, as low as Sammy Sosa. No, but I mean, I, but you know, that's. For his body of work, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that's pretty low. So yeah, I mean, I he he may be on the same trajectory as 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 those other guys. I I don't know. I, I mean, we'll just have to wait and see how that all unfolds. But yeah, I, it, it in my opinion, is he a Hall of Famer? We'll look at the numbers and you say, yeah, he is. Bubba says the one you didn't catch is in. Interesting. All right, we're running behind. Uh, we're going to talk some uh, Texas and TCU hooked up last night in Fort Worth. We're going to talk about that game with Stephen Simcox from Locked on Horn Frogs. We'll do that next right here on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor women's basketball all season long with Derek Smith and Sophia Young-Malcolm on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor women headed to Lubbock. They'll play the Texas Tech Lady Raiders on Wednesday. 6.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 7 p.m. tip-off Wednesday for Baylor Tech. Baylor Big 12 women's basketball all season long on ESPN Central Texas. Helmet Aerospace in Waco has been employing people in the Waco area for nearly 50 years. Now is the time to join their team. With current openings in packaging, shipping, production, engineering, machining, quality, supply chain, and sales. Offering excellent starting pay, benefits from the day you start, and advanced opportunities. Apply now at howmet.com slash Waco Careers. Howmet Aerospace on Imperial Drive in Waco. Apply today. 
Say goodbye to your old car and hello to your new Ford from Apple Sport Ford. Bring in the new year with 0% APR financing on a new 2021 or 2022 Ford F-150. Yes, you can still get 0% financing, but only for a limited time. New shipments are rolling in, so come in today or shop online to get your new Ford F-Series. Explorers, escapes, and all back with our lifetime warranty at no extra cost. Apple Sport Ford, only 20 minutes east of Waco on Highway 6 in Marlin online at applesportford.com. Financing with approved credit. You don't drive just an average truck or do just an average job. So get to Northern Tool. With brands like Milwaukee, Steel, Lincoln, Honda, and more, we bring the power. We're definitely not your average tool store. Visit our store or buy online and pick it up curbside. Northern Tool and Equipment. Quality tools for serious work. Shop Northern Tool and Equipment this week for our inventory reduction sale. Save up to 50% on heaters, moving carts, and dollies, batteries, hand tools, and more. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lars Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Ruth Top Innovations in Central Texas. Call 254-730-ROOF at 730-7663. Putting your roof above everything else. Baylor improved its record to 18-2 with a 74-49 win over Kansas State. David Ortiz has been elected to the Baseball Hall of Fame. He was the only player on the ballot to receive at least 75% of the votes. Baseball negotiations continued yesterday with the owners offering to increase the salary of first-year players. The amount offered is $160,000 short of union demand. Sean Payton will not coach the New Orleans Saints next year. He announced he is stepping away from the job but not retiring from coaching. There are now nine head coaching vacancies in the NFL. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Ward, we're glad you're with us on a, uh, what is this? This is Wednesday, isn't it? Hump day, middle of the week. Uh, let's welcome into the program from the uh, podcast Locked on Horn Frogs. We welcome in Stephen Simcox. Stephen, good morning. First of all, first question. If you're voting, is Big Poppy the only guy getting in yesterday? Man, I'm glad you asked me this. Uh, so I, I think my bias might be showing a little bit because obviously, like I was sort of growing up as the steroid era was taking off. You know, one of my first memories in baseball was the McGuire Sosa um, summer of just hitting bombs all the time. That was so fun to watch. I, I think Barry Bonds is a Hall of Famer. Like I understand he cheated. I understand it's hard to figure out, okay, when did he start using, you know, obviously he had a good career with the Pirates before he got to the Giants and then really started taking off. But um, I don't know. I just, I feel like baseball fans are smart enough to understand the entire career. I, I, I think Barry is singular in the history of the game and what he did, both with the single season home run record and the career. Did we lose our guy? We'll uh, we'll try to check back with him in just a second. Uh, my goodness. I hope he's okay. Yeah, I do too. I do too. Let's uh let's double check on him. We were just rocking along there and 
My goodness. Uh, 8.38, we're 22 away from 9. And this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Ward, and we were visiting with Stephen Simcox from the uh, uh, the uh, podcast Locked on Horn Frogs, and we were talking. We were going to talk about the uh, Texas and TCU game from last night where Texas went to Fort Worth and won the game rather handily. But, you know, we've spent a lot of time this morning talking about the uh, – the balloting for the uh, Hall of Fame, and wanted to get Stephen's opinion there as well. And we were just kind of rolling along, and next thing you know, we had a little technical difficulty with the with uh, the conversation. So anyway, Texas did win last night, seventy three to fifty, and uh, we'll, we'll get into that in just a second. I, I think we've reconnected with uh, with Stephen, and <laughs> I mean, Stephen, are you with us? I'm here. I was just talking. I'm just. I was talking that whole time. Oh and wow! How funny. I was giving a great take on Barry Bonds. If you heard some honking, I promise you, I'm okay. I'm getting my oil changed right now, so I'm not okay. I'm not in the middle of the road on like Bagby right now. I am. Uh, they're honking because I guess cars are getting finished. But I'm good. Uh, where where did I where did I cut off? You know, I don't know. I got I got so scared. Because uh, when that when the horn started honking, I'm like, okay, did he hang a right when he shouldn't have hung a left? I mean, you know. You were talking about Barry Bonds and what he did with Pittsburgh should be an account to what he did with the with San Francisco as well. Yeah, no, I just wanted to give you guys a little anxiety this morning. Everybody's okay. I'm sitting <laughs> here on a couch in the, in the auto center. Um, but anyway, yeah, Barry was great. I think he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. I know it's hard to tell, like, when did he start using, um, what went down, you know, when did it start happening. He was not the nicest person in the media, but, like, he was an incredible player. And I, I just – I always remember Buck Showalter intentionally walking in with the bases loaded in the bottom of the ninth inning. I remember watching baseball tonight when he was chasing records, and it seemed like every other at-bat they were just putting him on base because nobody wanted to throw to him. Um, so I think he has to be in, and then if he goes in – I feel like, yeah, you got to put Clemens in and others. Even David Ortiz, there was some allegations against him. So I just think it's hard to pick and choose when it comes to that era of baseball. And I feel like he's, he, he deserves to be in for sure. Do, do you put a sign up? Do you put a plaque up? Do you, do you identify them at all as this was the steroid era? I mean, I think you could put an asterisk there. But honestly, Tom, I feel like the people that are going to Cooperstown know what's, know what's going on, right? Like I, I think the folks that, are, that really care about this, they're smart enough to kind of understand, oh, this guy was using or this guy wasn't. Um, right. But I'll tell you, Stephen, what we were talking about yesterday is 100 years from now, uh, and, and they see the, some of these inflated home run numbers, you know, that, that we were talking about. How do you explain that without some information? Sure. And, I mean, if you want to add that, I think that's fine. I feel like we're we're about 100 years removed from Babe Ruth, and we still have a pretty good understanding. I, I feel like <laughs> – with video and the stuff passed down, we might be able to keep some of that information intact. But I get what you're saying. And who knows? Like, golly, I mean, I, are, are people going to be, in 100 years, people going to be 75, 340 pounds just hitting balls to the moon? Like, I, I think Barry's record might be long gone by then, the way strength and conditioning teams to keep going. But, uh, yeah, you can put an asterisk. You can put, maybe you make a special wing of, hey, here's the steroid users, right? Like, here's the guys that were juicing. This is what they did. It was uh, a fun time of baseball, but we've kind of learned more through the years of maybe we shouldn't have celebrated it so much. All right, let's switch gears and talk some basketball. Just 
just for the whole body of work of what TCU's done, particularly over the last couple of weeks, how disappointing was last night? Super disappointing. I mean, Jamie Dixon said it after the game. You know, the fans showed up and we didn't. Uh, it was a big crowd. They were coming off a nice win against Iowa State on the road. Had a lot of momentum. Felt like this was a good opportunity against a Texas team that's out of the top 25 right now, but it kind of been in the top 25 all year long to get another quality win. And, I mean, they just got run out of the gym. And, uh, you know, the two things that I think were most concerning is they've really defended well all year long. Uh, and they didn't do that last night. And they really rebounded well all year long. And Texas dominated them on the boards. I think it was 41 to 31 was the rebound margin. So uh, that's a problem. I mean, they, they struggled to score. They, they always have. Like, they're just not a team that scores the ball really well. Mike Miles played a little bit better. Um, so that's good. But it wasn't really a game. So, you know, they've bounced back well all year. Um, they had a tough loss to Santa Clara early in the season. They came back and won a few games in a row. They had a loss to Baylor. They bounced back. A loss to Oklahoma State. They bounced back. So now you get a good LSU team in the Big 12 SEC Challenge this weekend. Can you at least kind of be competitive, feel better about yourselves, maybe find a way to win? Um, if it's just one clunker in the middle of the Big 12 season, then at the end of the day, not a big deal. But if this if this starts to be a trend, then you're in trouble. And, and the schedule gets tougher. So it's unfortunate that uh, a game where you sort of felt like, oh, they have a chance to make something happen. They didn't even really uh, get off the bus. Is this that consistency you were talking about a couple of weeks ago at TCU? They've got to find a way to be more consistent. I think so. I mean, it's, it's just it's been up and down all season long. Now, last night was really the first time they've gotten waxed like that. I mean, the Oklahoma State loss was a collapse at the end of the game. The Baylor loss, you know, they just sort of in the second half, Baylor came back and took control of it. Um, this is the first time all year they've been dominated buzzer to buzzer. So, uh, you know, how do you get off the mat now? How do you sort of regroup and try to get going again? That's going to be a big question. But, yeah, the consistency needs to be there. they got to find their footing. And I felt like they sort of had, you know, after a good performance Saturday. But, obviously, it was short-lived if they come back Tuesday and just uh, get beat by – by Texas. And I think the other thing too is, you know, they got to play Texas Tech a few times and I was interested to see what they would do against the Red Raiders because they've struggled against them the last few years. And of course, Mark Adams kind of seamlessly stepped into that role as head coach. But I think maybe Jamie Dixon just has a Chris Beard problem and Chris Beard's kind of owned them lately. So I don't know exactly why that matchup is so tough for him, but it's been a, it's been a bad situation the last few times they've, they rolled the ball out against them. Stephen, I, I know we're still relatively early in, in the conference race, but w when you look at this league, is this a seven-team, maybe an eight-team bid? I mean, how many teams are, are in the tournament, in, in your opinion? Uh, I could see eight. Yeah, I think right now I could see eight. You know, we'll see what happens with, with K-State and TCU. Obviously, both teams had a setback last night. Um, when it's all said and done with – with Oklahoma State being, you know, ousted, you're looking at one gone for sure. But uh, I think eight teams are certainly possible. I mean, it's – I don't – I think watching Kansas and Tech on Monday, which is a great basketball game, those teams are really, really good. Baylor's really, really good. Uh, and, and they might end up being – like Baylor might end up being the dominant team in this conference. But I'm not sure there's a team that's just head and shoulders 
better than everybody else this year. So I think, you know, you could certainly see a situation where you have seven teams that end up with between seven and nine wins in conference play, which the way the Big 12 is ranked right now, I think that should get you in. Even if TCU doesn't get into the NCAA tournament, do you still feel like that there's a really good chance that they get into the NIT and and maybe can make a run at that thing like they did a few years ago? Yeah, I think so. I mean, you know, the NIT has been a a place where they've thrived the last couple times they've been in it, and it would be good for a young group that gets to just play some more basketball, practice more together. Um, So I could certainly see them making a run there. I think – Obviously, the NCAA tournament's the goal, and the way they started the season, it would be kind of disappointing if they didn't ultimately get there. But um, they haven't been in the postseason in three years in any sort of postseason tournament. So uh, the United Sea, even if it was disappointing, it would be a step forward in some ways. Hey, Stephen, what are you working on right now for the uh, for the podcast? Yeah, so we got, uh, obviously, basketball coverage. Big 12 roundtable dropped this morning. I'm actually posting that right now for talking. Um, and then... There's been some interesting offers from TCU as of late uh, as we barrel towards, you know, the second signing day. One one player I really like that I talked about the other day, Quee Eakin, the wide receiver out of Stephenville. Um, he had a really big year, had a big state championship game against Austin LBJ. Hasn't gotten a lot of attention from colleges. They offered him, and apparently, you know, word on the street is Joe Gillespie, who used to be a Stephenville, is kind of leading this thing, and he's interested in Eakin playing uh, safety at the next level. So um, that's a, a name to watch as we kind of close out the uh, signing day period. And, yeah, we're covering recruiting hard, basketball hard, and it's locked on Horn Frog wherever you get your podcast. As always, we appreciate your time. Stay out of traffic, Stephen, and, and, and we'll talk to you again soon. I'm still here at the auto care center. So I'm good <laughs> fast, but yeah, sorry to sorry to give you some anxiety. This oh my! Hey, have a great day. We'll talk to you soon. That is a uh, Stephen Simcox from the uh, podcast Locked On Horn Frogs. It's eight forty eight. We're a dozen minutes away from nine. Want to remind you that uh, there will be a uh, benefit for Michael Hutchinson. It's coming up Saturday, March the nineteenth at six o'clock at the Extraco Event Center. Uh, Michael is a uh, law nineteen year law enforcement officer with the McLennan County Sheriff's Department and the. Sheriff's Law Enforcement Association of McLennan County, along with other community partners holding this benefit. And they are looking for uh, title sponsorships and sponsorships of all kinds, and they're available. If you need more information on these sponsorships, be a great event that night. Uh, contact Michael Graham at 254-855-9350, 254-855-9350, or uh, team.hutch2022 at gmail.com. Team.hutch2022 at gmail.com. And again, that's the uh, Michael Hutchinson benefit coming up Saturday night, March the 19th, 6 o'clock at the HOT, uh, at the uh, Extraco Event Center, rather, uh, at the base at the Extraco Event Center. So it should be a great night. All right, uh, 8.50. We're 10 away from 9. Stay with us. There's more to come, including uh, some, uh, some Sean Payton conversation. We'll do that next here on ESPN Central Texas. It's the Big 12 SEC Challenge this Saturday as the Bears travel to Tuscaloosa to take on Alabama. 2.30 for the countdown to tip-off, 3 p.m. tip with Pat and John from SEC Country. Bears, Crimson Tide in the Big 12 SEC Challenge this Saturday. Here on the flagship station for Baylor basketball, ESPN Central Texas. 
Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas, football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Vos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. For most of the people that walk in our store, it's been an ongoing, nonstop issue. They're searching, they're, they're grasping at straws because they've been trying other products and they've bought something that they thought was going to help solve their problem, and it didn't. You're listening to Beth, an art support specialist at the Goodfeet store. A client came into my store last year that has had plantar fasciitis for 30 years. He literally walked in with a handful of products and said, this is what I've been wearing. I looked at him, I said, are you kidding me? I've been here for 14, where have you been? For over 20 years, we've been helping people live the life they love without letting their feet get in the way. I'm just sad that he spent so many years with so much discomfort. I helped relieve a problem that's plagued him for 30 years. I mean, how do you not go home and talk about that? See what we can do for you with a free personalized arch support fitting at the Goodfeet store. Goodfeet Waco in Central Texas Marketplace across from Lazy Boy. Having an accredited land consultant like Daryl Weems and his team of farm, ranch, land, and home experts on your side is a must when making what may be the biggest financial decision in your life. Selling farm and ranch property since 1925, United Country's Twin Bends Realty is your go-to source for real estate industry insight and advice. Sellers will benefit from UC's cutting-edge technology that will provide your property with maximum visibility. Find your freedom by calling Daryl Weems, your local land pro at United Country Twin Bends Realty. Learn more at twinbendsrealty.com. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254 710 8080. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lars Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Ruth Top Innovations in Central Texas. Call 254 730 Ruth at 730 7663. Putting your roof above everything else. Baylor improved its record to 18 2 with a 74 49 win over Kansas State. David Ortiz has been elected to the Baseball Hall of Fame. He was the only player on the ballot to receive at least 75% of the votes. Baseball negotiations continued yesterday with the owners offering to increase the salary of first-year players. The amount offered is $160,000 short of union demand. Sean Payton will not coach the New Orleans Saints next year. He announced he is stepping away from the job but not retiring from coaching. There are now nine head coaching vacancies in the NFL. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time for the grab bag on Game Time. All right, 8:54. This is ESPN Central Texas. All right, Ward. Were you surprised that Sean Payton walked away from the from the Saints? No, not really. Does he owe the Saints anything? No. I mean, 
I, I saw yesterday where they said, hey, that was, you know, you know he, he's leaving them in a bad spot. They're in a bad spot. They're without a quarterback. They got problems within the organization. And Maybe that's why he's leaving. Well, you know what? That's uh, at some point, it's not 100% his. I mean, that's not his issue, is it? I mean, does he owe, them, and that's where I come back, does he owe them anything for all the years? I think he's given them the years of service that, that he's, you know, I, I don't see, I don't see the issue of retiring when you want to retire. If, and again, he's not calling it a retirement. He's, he's just, he's walking away from football right now. Okay. So put it on the other shoe. If, if Sean Payton wasn't producing and they weren't even close to the playoffs. They fire behind. Yeah. And they fire him. Do, do, do they owe him anything for firing him? Other than the paycheck? No. <laughs> no. No. Here's Sean Payton yesterday on the, uh. At the podium, talking about uh, talking about stepping away. One unique thing about our job is it's entirely different than your summer, and I don't know if if it was a year earlier, maybe depending on when Drew retired. It, look, he and I never discussed when his last game would be or when I'd be finished. I just felt like this season wasn't. It was challenging for everyone, but man, I felt like it was time. I felt like it was time. You know, I kind of knew maybe heading into training camp this might, but you don't, you, you, you know, you don't share that with anyone. You think, well, let's see how the season goes, and we're working hard, and and I felt the time was right for me. I felt the time was right, and it's something that I, I, I've been thinking about. What do you think? Well, sometimes, you know, in, in you need that opportunity to step back. You need to say, okay, I, I need – Maybe it's more family time. Maybe it's more me time. Maybe mm-hmm. it's more golf time. Whatever the case may Maybe be. Maybe I'm just flat burnt out. Maybe I just need to decompress. Yeah. You know, there, there's there's all kinds of factors that go into it. And if you're heading into a season thinking, yeah, this might be it, it probably is more cases than not. So, look, I don't think he's through coaching. Uh, I don't believe it's going to be uh anytime soon and it's certainly not going to be this year in Dallas the, although that the media is not going to let go of that but you know I, I I feel like that he genuinely feels like hey look I I just need I just need to get away for a little bit and right. whether it be in the broadcast booth or whether it be just being at home and not doing anything I don't know what that looks like for Sean Payton but he feels like that it's time to step away and I you know Look, there's nothing wrong with that. Well, and he has. So, uh, again, there's uh, immediately the conversation turned to the Cowboys. and I, I Sure just, it did. And, and you get it. I mean, he lives in South Lake and all of that stuff. Uh, so. And how many times has it been? That's the one that got away from mm-hmm, Jerry. Mm-hmm. Well, we don't know that. I mean, it, is it a guarantee that if Sean Payton would have taken over the Cowboys that it would have been any different under him than it was under anybody else? No. None it's whatsoever. Not. not under the formula in which they operate the program. I mean, it, it, that's just those are just the facts. So, anyway, we we got to get out of here. John Morris is coming up at three. Matt Mosley's in at four. We're back at seven in the morning. Have yourself a great day right here on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley, weekdays at four p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. I'm not saying he hasn't been critical of coaches at times. But for him to be that overt, you know, saying it's a pet peeve, it seems to be almost a direct reaction to what Mike McCarthy was saying the other day. Like, hey, we're going to work on this in the offseason. 
oh, this is going to be something we get, get done. Well, he didn't like hearing that. Jerry didn't, and he was pretty direct with it. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Hey, this is Tom Barfield with ESPN Central Texas, and I just love the guys over at Rooftop Innovations. Is your roof ready for the winter storm? It will be if you call the highly trained and knowledgeable team of professionals at Rooftop Innovations. If you're unsure about your roof, call Rooftop Innovations today, 254-730-ROOF. That's 254-730-7663. Oh, get this. They have a satisfaction guarantee on all their roofs. Rooftop Innovations, where they put your roof above everything else. At UBO Business Services, we are brand agnostic. We support many different brands, but only the best products from each provider. Our analysts favor flexible systems that don't leave you locked into a one brand technology solution. Being flexible allows your organization to stay nimble and take advantage of the latest emerging technologies. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. From the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas.